to those who wonder if the teachings of ancient Judaism still matter, not just to Jews, but to humanity in our time, I say that this week's Torah portion makes the case. Kiddoshim contains the widest variety of ways in which we can elevate time and elevate the meaning of our own existence and deepen our connection with that spiritual force that goes by the nickname God. Whether it involves how we treat other people, how we create sacred Shabbat time just as each one of you has elected to do now, or how we pay attention to what we do and do not put into our bodies, this Torah portion teaches us to search for the sacred, the unique, the holy in our lives. Kiddoshim opens with these words. God spoke to Moses saying, speak to the whole Israelite community and say to them, you shall be holy, for I, the eternal your God, am holy. Kol b'nei Yisrael, speak to the entire Israelite community, not just to the men, not mostly to the men, not with a nod and a wink to the women, our holiness code introduces two essential Jewish values, holiness and equality. In the year 2015, we continue to seek both in our lives. On April 16th, a group of 15 really wonderful Congregation Emmanuel women and a couple of their friends traveled together to Israel in search of holiness and equality. The initial idea for a women's trip came from our own Rabbi Mintz. She and I and all of the rabbis and cantors at Emmanuel feel passionately that our beloved state of Israel must be a place where Jews can practice different varieties of Judaism. As is often the case with so many religions, the most ultra-Orthodox often seek to gain hegemony over all religious practice in a country. This does not only happen in Israel. Among a number of individuals and groups who work to make sure that there are places for contemporary and traditional Jews in Israel, Anat Hoffman, director of the Israel Religious Action Center and board member of Women of the Wall, is among the most effective. Each month for the past 27 years, liberal and traditional Jewish women have come to the Western Wall the Kotel, the holiest site on earth for the Jewish people to say prayers. The governing body of the wall, 
the Western Wall Heritage Foundation, is headed by a Haredi, which means ultra-Orthodox, rabbi, who refuses any deviation from traditional Jewish law and therefore prohibits women from singing aloud and reading Torah. Each month, Rabbi Shmuel Rabinowitz does what he can to prevent Jewish women from praying together publicly or from reading Torah at the wall. As a major synagogue that both fervently supports the state of Israel and also stands proudly for Reform Judaism as an authentic and vital expression of Judaism, we wanted Emmanuel women to come to Israel for the new Jewish month and to support the basic belief that there is room at the Kotel for contemporary and traditional prayer and Torah reading for both men and women. Little did we know that we would come become part of a historic day at this holy place. After our experience on Rosh Chodesh, which was about 14 days ago, I was invited to share a reflection with Reform Judaism online. And with apologies to anyone who already read that, I want to share with you what I wrote, because it's short. When they teach you about the magic and the power of the Kotel, the Western Wall in religious school, no one ever mentions the Mechitza. The first time I came to Jerusalem, I was 21 years old. I walked eagerly through the old city and stepped out of a warren of twisting and turning paths to see and approach the Kotel for the very first time. From a distance, it was everything, gleaming, beautiful, permanent, holy. But as I began to move across the plaza, I saw something for the first time that dampened my experience. It was a divider called a mechitza used in Orthodox shuls to separate women and men. But it couldn't be a mechitza, I thought, because that word denotes divided evenly, whereas the divider gave significantly more space to men, an uneven separation was never in my dreams of the Kotel. Years ago, while leading a congregational trip, I met the awesome and indefatigable Anat Hoffman. Her goal is not to oppose orthodoxy, but only to be sure that all streams of Judaism have equal access to our beloved Israel. On April 16th, I brought a group of women from Congregation Emmanuel in San Francisco to meet with women with different perspectives, Jerusalem women and Tel Aviv women, Israeli women rabbis, women who live in settlements, Palestinian women, Palestinian and Jewish women and men whose children have died in ceaseless violence. We came to the Kotel to celebrate the new moon of Rosh Chodesh. Anat and the women of the wall ingeniously managed to have supporters on the men's side pass 
one of the 100 Torahs from the men's side to the women's side. The Israeli police stood resolutely nearby to protect the women's group if needed. We prayed, we danced. I was offered the second Aliyah. We took turns dancing with the Torah held high. The women of Emmanuel and I, who love Israel to the core of our being, felt the power of that extraordinary moment when women read Torah at the Kotel, at the place that is everything. Last Sunday, we returned from Israel, and each woman, many of them are here tonight, can tell you her own story of remarkable experiences of holiness and equality. From this Torah portion, we learn that holiness and equality do not simply show up unbidden. You have to pursue them. When you experience that sense of the holy, as we did so many times throughout our journey, you realize there's so much more to life than simply getting up each day and doing all of the mundane things we all do to get through a day. And this, I think, is Torah's profound message, not only to the Jews, but to all people of the 21st century. Each day we aspire to experience holiness and to be a holy person. We can't feel it all the time, but when we do, such as that profound moment at the Western Wall, it is powerful and elevates our very experience of living. Places can be holy, and the Kotel is certainly one of these places for us. Before 1968, there was no mechitza. In fact, there are photos of men and women standing in proximity as each approaches that sacred space, as each pours his or her prayers into the stones of that sacred wall. The Western Wall, the Kotel, continues to be our sacred space, sacred for all kinds of Jews from all over the world. There really isn't any other place like it for the Jewish people. In every synagogue on earth, we turn our prayers in the direction of the Kotel. When we celebrated Shabbat morning, our first full day in Jerusalem, we stood together in a beautiful park overlooking the old city, facing the Kotel. And our guide, Eliza, invited us to close our eyes and feel the prayers coming from all around the globe, whooshing through each of us on their way to the Kotel. Even now, Whenever we turn ourselves toward Jerusalem, we direct our prayers to the east. We are elevated by that whoosh of prayers coming from all around the globe, headed in the same direction as ours. May we continue to pursue equality 
May we continue to pursue holiness. May we continue to pursue peace. Amen.